0: Hi everyone, I honestly intended to bring back the Let Me Tell You About What Happened Last Time and Let Me Tell You About Homestuck section on this episode, but then I forgot to bring the file where I saved all those clips from last time onto this computer, so fuck it. we be getting a hive med started, that's what happened, deal with it. In fact, we're in such a hurry, you could almost say we need to get moving. It, it, it's it's so ex.
1: We now see not only has red and blue glasses, Uh but red and blue eyes. Yeah, with no pupils. Yeah, but I think we need to get moving next. Mm -hmm. On the double. Yeah!
2: There's this
0: pretty cool dude, okay? Some people seem to think he's cool. Sometimes. He guesses they're right. I mean, maybe. They say so. Actually, you know what? They're right. This guy's dynamite-lit in a box of hot shit. Screw the haters. Anyway, he's standing around being all chill, like cool dudes are known to do sometimes, when they're not moping around or nursing migraines or whatever. A cool dude like this probably has a real cool name. Or at least a name that doesn't completely fucking suck. Like, at least not the kind of name that belongs to something you want to just perpetually wail on. Maybe just a name that makes you cringe a little, but you guess you can deal with it if you've got to. It's just a guy's name. It's not like it really matters. Who cares? but he probably wouldn't just tell you what it was if you asked. He'd be way too moody for that. In fact, this guy probably thinks you've got some attitude and probably doesn't want a damn thing to do with you. You can always try to guess his name. But instead of that, here's a better idea. Why don't you just fuck off and go to hell? Here, name this kooky broad instead.
1: It, it, it's always weird when I see... I think I may have mentioned this last time I recorded, but I, I used to know someone who went by the handle of... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. And I still know that person, like, five years later, so... Great.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, so I guess we're leaving Solix for now. Yeah, let's go next. Okay, what's her name? Wait. You've gotta be kidding me. Looks like we're going back to the other guy again. Alright, hang on. <laughs> so we're with Nepeta, who yeah. is, uh, wearing a fursuit and a trench coat over the fursuit. suit. Yep. And she's got some kind of... She's in, like, a cave with, like, cave paintings made in blood. Yeah. Uh,
1: they sell that trench coat-fursuit combination on the store. Well, they used to. It is sold out now. I was kind of oh, bummed. jeez.
0: Because
1: <laughs> I like, actually, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, let's go next. Oh, I... I, I by the way, I've, I've tweeted... At that person, a screenshot of Solix. Oh, yeah? With... Nice. ...found past you, and they just tweeted me an angry shot of a Yu-Gi-Oh! character.
0: (laughs) Perfect. It appears this cool and moody dude had a change of heart. He feels pretty bad about flying off the handle like that, as if shit wanted nothing to do with the handle. Shit would like to reconcile with the handle and perhaps seek marital counseling. So what's his name gonna be?
1: Well, I'm, I'm glad that uh, shit and the handle have gone back together. You know, yeah, like,
0: thank you gosh. Know. Those, those crazy kids are gonna make it yet.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah so this is kind of. I, I actually think you maybe mentioned this on the forum recently. The, that the or I may have been reading old forms. Uh-huh. You may have said it there. It's kind of getting weird. to... <laughs> the timelines in my life are getting weird.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because now you're going back and reading your friends discussing this comic in the past. Yeah. <laughs> but no, what what was it that I said, apparently?
1: um, uh, Yeah, it, it was in the past. Uh, that the trolls, you know, like people were trying to say, oh, this is the Dave troll and this is the Rose troll.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it's a bit more, you know, kind of... It's not quite that cut and dry. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely, like, borrowed elements. Like, this guy's introduction stuff definitely sounds reminiscent of Dave, but... Yeah. He's not quite Dave. Not quite Dave. Let's enter his name. Your name is Solix Captor. And I think I talked about his name already. It's just, um, like a very mild anagram of the, uh, the Pollux and Castor from, uh, the Gemini Constellation. You are apeshit bananas at computers, and you know all the codes... All of them. You're the unchallenged authority on apiculture networking. And though all your friends recognize your unparalleled achievements as a totally sick hacker, you feel like you could be better. It's one of a number of things you sort of beat yourself up about for no very good reason during sporadic and debilitating bipolar mood swings. You have a penchant for bifurcation in logic and in life. Your mutant mind is hounded by the psychic screams of the imminently deceased. Your visions foretell the planet's looming annihilation. And yet, unlike the typical sightless prophet of doom, you're gifted with vision twofold. For now. You've developed a new game, adapted via code, parsed from the runes and glyphs in an ancient underground temple. You believe this game to be the salvation of your race, though you're not sure how yet. To ensure success, you'll distribute the game to two teams of friends, a red team and a blue team. You'll lead the latter group. Your troll tag is Twin Armageddons, and you tend to speak with a bit of a lisp. What will you do? Uh, yeah, so... He seems to have made, uh...
1: A... He was the one who, you know, kind of made this version of Spurb, But he right. got it from the temple.
0: Yeah. So... So apparently that's where Spurb comes from, is the Frog Temple.
1: Okay, so and we
0: do know that Rose's mom was investigating the meteors. Right. And obviously, uh, Jade's grandpa found the island with the frog temple on
2: it.
1: Yeah, so, that, and so, like, yeah, they, were, they weren't, they didn't necessarily make the game. Right. It just, it came from the previous, it always comes from the previous veil.
0: Uh, so what makes you say it's the previous veil? Or their veil. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong, I'm just asking what your thought process is. I I, I just, because I just forgot
1: about all the, the weird fucking time travel. Oh, sure, yeah, 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 that makes sense. You know, there, there's a lot of moving parts in this right now. The, 100% there is, yes. And also, I have to kind of go to the bathroom, so... <laughs> I do too, let's take a break. Let's take a break. Yeah, so I think we just we just met Solix. We did. Uh, and you know, we, we heard about his lisp, so we know that you're just not being mean. Yeah. <laughs> it's canonically a
0: lisp. That's what yes. I said. Yep. <laughs> uh, he has a honeycomb uh, computer rack. Yeah, it's like a big old server rack made out of, like, yeah, like you said, honeycombs. And these are flying, or the alternia version of Beast. Yeah. is it Alternia the land from, like, Key Man? That's Eternia. Okay. <laughs> um, Alternia was named by Toby Fox, by the way. I can see that, yeah, like that. Because uh, before before Act 5 started, he just put together, like, a concept album of just a bunch of music that he thought would fit the trolls, and he called it Alternia. And I was, he was like, all right, guess that's what the planet's called. <laughs> And yet he has a
1: his sleeping paw is red and blue and has two
0: little holes. Yeah, I don't really know how that works. Um, Saltz so is bipolar. Yeah, yep, yeah, or at the very least some cartoonish interpretation of bipolar disorder. Yeah. I don't know how true to actual bipolar, uh, you know, he is, but, yeah. Yeah. Um... um yeah, I think you were talking earlier like how
1: a lot of the trolls are kind of disabled. Yeah, in a lot of different ways. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess we'll see how cartoony that can be.
0: I feel like for the most, well, hmm. when it when it cuts close to real disabilities, I feel like it's mostly okay. Um, I am sure that people that are more well versed in in that sort of thing could talk more about whether it's like problematic or what. Yeah. Or issues with how that's represented that I'm not necessarily the authority to speak on. Um, um, it's not actively mocking... Yes. Pe- like, Terezi is not... I guess I was gonna say, it does kind of mock her for being blind, but she's in on the joke. She's like... Yes. She jokes about it.
1: Yeah. Which I, I find often is the case with people with disabilities. Uh-huh. Uh, like, I'm gonna try my best to not sound like a fucking asshole. Right, Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, I have uh, a friend who is in a wheelchair, mm-hmm. and, like, she makes jokes about it all the time. Sure.
0: It's, you Yeah, know, uh, I've mentioned before, because we've talked a lot about how we... Homestuck makes an, unfortunately, copious use of the R-word. Yeah. And, uh, I've even read ahead in Act 6, and that doesn't really ever stop. I just never really thought about it. Um... And, like, my dad has uh, brain damage, and he's totally fine, like, calling himself that or making jokes about that in that way. Mm-hmm. To be fair, well, maybe he's not the best example, because he would have been fine being insensitive about that before he had brain damage, so maybe that's not the right point of comparison to make. But Like, yeah, no, if, if it's just, like, kind of, with any part of you, like,
1: that exists, you eventually make jokes about it. Yeah. Um... And yeah, like I have you know, we talked about the blind cosplayer who cosplayed Terezi.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, because that's the other side of it. Like, if you're not assholeish about it, it you, you know, if it's if it's a decent representation, then that'll be, you know, representation of something that maybe you don't see in media that much.
1: Yeah. And like I'm sure if you wanted to get into it, like you could go into, like, oh, how Terezi also falls into the thing that a lot of uh People write with blind characters like Daredevil or Toph,
0: right? Where her blindness like is a superpower.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or you know, like she's she can see in other
0: ways. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She's got like hyper synesthesia to the point where she's kind of not even really blind. Yeah. Like in the way
1: that you know Daredevil has his kind of echolocation and Toph can see things through the ground. Yeah. Um, I wonder, and you probably know, if we'll
0: ever see something from, uh, Terezi's kind of synthesia point of view. Um, we do at least once that I can think of. Oh, yeah, we do a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, um, but I see that Socks has some, some sick shurukens.
0: Yeah, big old purple. They look like, um, have you seen Predator 2? I've not, but okay. Okay, uh, well, Predator 1, it's all, you know, Arnold i in the jungle in Predator 2, it's like they're, the Predator's in the future city, and there's like a bounty hunter after him that has basically those things. Uh. I don't think they're exactly those, but they're similar. Um, and, uh, Salix also mentions that he is, this mutant mind is hounded by the psychic screams of the imminently deceased. So, I guess people about to die, he can, like, hear them in his head? Which must suck. Yeah. And my dog and cat are fighting. So if there's any weird meows on the audio, that's what that is. If they fight like cats and dogs. Yeah. So apologies for that in advance. Guys, break it up. Get out of here. Um, but yeah. Uh, Solex also has a big obsession, which we see here, but we'll see a lot more with uh, splitting things into red and blue categories.
1: Yeah. but you know, maybe due to his his eyes. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe the obsession led to the eyes. Who knows? It's impossible to say. And also the, the shurikens are purple, which is the combination of yeah. red and blue.
0: There are a lot of um, really doofy fan arts of... Sollix running around, flashing his eyes alternately, so that he's like a cop car. (laughs) That does sound goofy. Yeah. There's even a song in one of the albums called Troll Cops. Troll Cops, Troll Cops. Okay, I'm
1: I'm not (laughs) going to go further with that.
0: (laughs) Uh, Equip throwing stars to strike Speculous. Why would you do that? A high-level psionic has no use for any particular specifist allocation. So he's, yeah, he's psychic.
1: Yeah. He's got the psionic, so he has no striped Right. Oh, this is getting hard to look at. Yeah, it's very flashy between the red and the blue. Oh, boy. Yeah. God, I'm glad I'm, I'm not wearing my
0: contacts. Yeah, I'm also glad you're not epileptic.
1: Oh, yeah, that also.
0: Let's fling this star's specubus word. You make short work of a specimus and... Oh, God. One of your bee-house mainframes... The silicone was sliced clean through by your foolish maneuver. What were you thinking? The workers pair up and dance angry messages to you in binary code. Oh, we're getting the puns. (sighs) Getting the
1: puns. (laughs) These are some... some, I can't believe these puns. Oh my god. Ashley, no. But yeah, he he has cut his specubus in half. In twain. In Uh two. Yeah all those things what because in two because he's right now I get it (laughs) okay (laughs) listen you get to be all smart and coy about stuff that I haven't seen yet let me have my moments
2: (laughs) Uh,
0: (laughs) yeah so let's let's taste that sweet sweet
2: honey let's taste that
0: honey sweet sweet honey no you do not under any circumstance eat the mind honey The consequences are highly unpleasant. You cultivate this honey for your lucis. It helps him not be such a complete idiot all the time. Merely most of the time, instead. Let's calm those bees down. He snaps his fingers and they all fall asleep. Nap time. Nap time. Let's get to work on the computer. Or at the computer. You're always up to your nook in the newest and hottest games. It's hard to walk around the place without squishing them. Ew. Whenever the yeah, they've got like all kinds of, like biotechnology that's gross. Yeah. Whenever that happens, you're screwed, and you have to grow a new one from scratch, or just pirate it, you guess. But tonight is no night for games. Well, okay, it is, but just one game in particular, and this game is no joking matter. It is delirious, bug nasty, delirious, bug nasty. And he yeah,
1: he has a copy of Gamer Bro or Grub Bro. Uh, Game Grub. Game Grub, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, he's got
0: a yeah. He's got a few copies of that. And yeah, just a bunch of like gross technicolor larva littered around his computer space. I, I cannot imagine
1: what pirating would look like in that universe.
0: Yeah. What what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just imagining like you see a bulge through one of those cables come down mm. and like it like squirts out like an egg at the end. So like if again Always thinking about the H-
1: Homestuck movie. Of course. Uh, I, f- I figure, like, you know, like, like they do it with the new Star Wars, and even, like, kind of, like, old Star Wars. Uh-huh. They had, like, a different director each time. Uh-huh. And one of my favorite kind of facts about Empire Strikes Back is that one of the directors who was seriously considered and almost took the job for a director was David Cronenberg. Okay. So, yeah, this... this Homestuck movie would be directed by David Cronenberg, obviously. Okay, of course. Yeah. Are you familiar with his work? Uh, he did The Fly, right? He did The Fly. He did, a uh, actually a movie about video games where they were very organic. Oh, okay. Um, and they would, like, yeah, like the controller, like, had, like, human hair growing in it. Because, like, okay. a fucking course.
0: Yeah, okay,
1: yeah. Or Video drome is also a popular.
0: Mm -hmm. mindfuckery one. Oh, History of Violence. I know that one.
1: Yeah, but that's like a more kind of normal one. Okay. And History of Violence also... Oh, Scanners! Okay. Yeah, Scanners and stuff.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: Yeah, History of Violence has Nick Cage in it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) There you go. It's all connected.
1: Yeah, I I found a... uh, Someone pitched up Nick Cage uh, voices from that movie and several others
2: Mm -hmm. uh,
1: to make a John voice... Perfect. Which I thought was, it it fits fairly well.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Recruit team leaders. Recruit a team with attitude. Twin Armageddons began trolling Gallo's Calibrator. You ready to lisp? I'm ready to lisp. TV, you want to be the leader of one of the teams? You mean for
1: your game to save the world?
0: Yeah. Okay, I pick the red team then. Okay, I didn't say anything about a red team, or even that there were two teams, but fine. Obviously you were going to set up red and blue teams, come on. You don't know what I'm going to do. Stop being as though you can read my mind. It's not a power you have. Your strengths are being blind and tricking people about stuff. And I guess being generally savvy and pretty decent in other stuff. But that's why I'm picking you and not some other fucking slub from... (sighs) That one, that one's at. There's alliteration there, so it's harder to censor the uh, stupid, stupidation streets. Yeah, there you go, stupid street. Stupid
1: good job, street. good save. Yeah, stupid street. Oh, and then you get extra lisp. Yep. Solix, please. You are Mister Appleberry Blast, and everyone knows those are your favorite flavors. Even though your type is fucking mustard, which is weird. Maybe
0: there is more to me than you think. Maybe I am not the two-trick hoof beast you want to make me out as. Maybe I just want to give you the red and blue thing a rest for a change, and not make it so it's like, oh look, it's that predictable fuck with those two stupid colors. It's amazing how everyone fucking hates them. Maybe red and blue aren't that great, and I hate them suddenly. Have you thought of that? Maybe I'm more of an aubergine guy, plus whatever that putrid color is you type with. What is that, turquoise? Maybe it's making me turquoisey. Maybe the new name for that color is Summer Sithead Mist. Have you considered that? But I'm sticking with red and blue, so maybe you should suck on it. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Maybe, maybe is a
1: stupid word. Maybe that big maybe we should all ponder tonight over some hot shut the hell up. So what do you think? I'm
0: savvy? Yeah, I think so. Pick out whoever you want for the red team, and I'll lead the blue team. I'll send you the download soon. Talk to you later. Wait.
1: Maybe we should fill me in about the game first? How exactly
0: we are saving the world? I don't know yet. I just know what I've seen in my visions. That's visions. Visions. Oof that the world will end, and our whole race dies, and this is how we save it. An AA can back me up on this, so don't be all doubting me about it.
1: I'm not doubting you. I think you are right. Mostly.
0: Mostly? What does that mean? Well, Well, I'm getting a phone call. Okay. Hey, friends. How you doing?
1: It's me, Ashley. Uh, I think I'm kind of Lost the the, the thread on Terezi's voice. I think it used to be more like Joker, like Luke said, but I think I've just kind of turned it into one of the kids' voices. I'm trying to get back at that. Also, I'm having a Reese stick. This is probably noisy, but Luke's going to cut all this out. He may leave this, though, so I don't know.
0: I'm back and I heard you delivering secret messages. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Did you hear what they were? I heard you thought you were losing track of Therese's voice because I said it was kind of jokery. Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, listen, th- this is an evolutionary process. Yeah, I guess, yeah. We, we can't stay stagnant. Um, Car- I, I guess mostly what I was thinking of with that is just, she's like very enthusiastic all the time, mm-hmm. but also kind of fucking creepy. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Joker was just kind of the quickest way I felt like I could convey that idea Yep But uh Yeah what My vivens? Uh, uh Mostly oh, it, it, Yeah uh, Oh yeah Mostly What does that mean? Well when you talk about how you're gonna die soon I am going to die I mean we all are But especially me I'm going to get my ass served to me twofold Double the service Like two dudes on double Butler Island. What? Hmm. Getting worked over by Siamese twin Methus. But before I die, I'm going to go blind like you. It has to happen like that. I'm not sure why, but I think it's like fulfilling some requirement for a true prophet of doom. In order for the visions to be right, that has to happen. And the universe will make sure it will. It's kind of like how a prophet earns his stripes by being blind. Like how an angel earns its wings. What's an angel? Some terrible mythical demon with these awful feathery wings. Yikes! Paradox Space uses them to utter in the end. How does it know what an angel to use? Huh? That's a sweet-brown hella Jeffref. Oh. It's a Jeffref. It's a (laughs) Jeffref. Hmm... So yeah, we will all die, but most especially me. End of story. But... Don't take this the wrong way,
1: but how can you be totally sure about all this? How do you know some of the real visions you're having aren't getting kind of tangled up with your... uh, Sort of the way you are about yourself? What do you mean? How you get mopey and you're always the victim of something and how... Sometimes you think you suck when really you don't. Maybe that's just clouding your vision.
0: Okay, that's just some personal private emotional issues on dealing with that. Honestly, I'd appreciate you not to always throwing that in my face every goddamn opportunity you get. Like this is a big circuit act to you, and that is your special clown pie. See god. So sensitive. Seriously. Talk to A.A. C. will co cooperate Okay, wow. That's hard to say in, in this. <laughs> C. will corroborate everything. You and C. are pretty tight, aren't you? Not really anymore. She used to be a lot of fun, but now talking to her is, I don't know, something always makes me sad. Okay, well, tonight's not about fun. This is serious. Deliriously so. We are in th- th- we are in Smyria Fitzane City! sit Fitthane, yeah, Fitthane. It's a hard one. Screw you and screw your shit
1: stains. I will have a fucking blast and you can't stop me. Blue team. scum! Oh, shit. It's
0: on, sucker!
1: They. they. forbid traded.
0: mode yeah. types.
1: Uh Uh-huh. That's real friendship. (laughs) That's real friendship. Oh, yeah, so, uh, sees that he will die.
0: Yeah. And that he'll become blinded. He'll die twice, somehow. Yes. And also, angels are something Paradox Space uses to usher in the end. Hmm. And Paradox Space is a concept we've heard referred to a few times, but we still don't really know what it is. Yeah. It, it it's it's part of the whole weird mythology of this world. Yeah.
1: Well, not of just this world, of this universe. Yeah, yeah. And yes, Alex has some personal issues, which, you know.
0: Yeah, we sort of touched on that before.
1: Yeah. Uh we and we hear more about AA.
0: Yeah, yeah, something she used to be more fun. Yeah. Let's go next. Uh now we're back with Spooky um like an Ares troll. Yeah. You, you're trying not to just say her name? Uh, tr- well, okay. I think if we th- use context clues here, we can figure out it's A.A. Because yeah. A.A. is Apocalypse Arisen. Mm-hmm. Ares is in Arisen. This is A.A. A.A. Yeah. Uh, next. His real name I think we're learning soon. Duke. And she just broke the rest of the frog off the temple. That? Okay. That was completely meaningless. What was the point? Whoever you are. So let's deal with Apocalypse Arisen. Okay, Apocalypse Arisen began trolling Twin Armageddons. Uh, AA's talking style, like, completely dead inside. Just emotionally totally flat. Let's see if I can do that. (laughs) (laughs) Just no feeling about anything. Did you set up the teams? Still working on it, but yeah, more or less. We should all be playing soon. And I guess leaving this dimension? That is what happens, right? Yes. So, I guess you should be pretty happy when we finally get out of here? I don't know about that. Oh. Will you at least be able to leave the voices behind? I don't know about that either. Isn't that kind of depressing?
1: The thought that they might stay with you till you die? Not really. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with a lot of things even though her no- inevitable failure that will briefly masquerade as victory.
0: Wow, fuck. That was so much more depressing than the thing I just said. Therese was right. You're such a drag to talk to these days. She was right about a lot of things. Wow, what a mysterious thing to say. I am so intrigued. Do me a favor and spare me your spooky conundrums tonight. You're kind of pissing me off.
1: But you like to talk to me. This is a fact, not a question. They told me.
0: Oh, your sources have spoken. Relay a message for me. Tell them to go haunt my huge, creaking bone bulge.
1: Why do you like to talk to me?
0: Oh, I don't know. Maybe because we're supposed to save the world together. I also talk to you because, in case you haven't noticed... I despise myself and perpetually seek to duplicate, through emotional pain, the cacophony of physical pain my hideous mutant brain causes me every day. Oh my god, I just had a breakthrough! Thank you so much for this. It was great. That was a joke. Here, type ha. Huh. Now type it again. Huh? There you go. You are now officially the life of the party. I just took an embarrassing video of you cutting loose there. Boy, I sure hope this juicy nugget doesn't wind up on the internet. Hmm.
1: So, I'd actually like it if you were happy. Okay. Thank you for saying so. You seem sad and angry all the time. What does anger feel like? I forget. Have you ever been angry? I don't remember you getting angry about anything. Maybe I never was. I feel like I was, though. Once.
0: Why don't you ask Carcat? He's way angrier than me. For that matter, why don't you get on his case about it instead of mine? I think his
1: anger served a greater purpose. It's part of his destiny, and thus ours. It will help him to sabotage his own designs, which are very much in opposition to the broader purpose. It will sow the seeds of our failure. A failure which we ironically proved to be mission critical. If you think we're going to fail, why wouldn't you get mad about that,
0: at the voices sending you down this blind alley the whole time?
1: They never lied, though. This is how it had to be. I have to be totally honest, though at no point did I ever lie, but, through admission, this game will not save the world. The fuck?! Unfortunately, it is very much closer to serving as an instrument are people's demise than that of their salvation, and we twelve will behave so timidly as the pawns and the orchestrators of the great
0: undoing. I don't want to play anymore. You will, though. Fuck that. Just watch. This fit is dusted. Check me out. All dusting it like a saucy fucking maid.
1: It cannot be stopped. Meteors are en route. You know this, Solux.
0: Who cares? I'm yanking the toot on this overpunctured bitch. I'm, te- uh-huh. I'm telling Red Team Leader to forget the whole thing. I'm quitting as Blue Team Leader. If you want to samble through this macabre fantasy of yours, Solo, be my guest.
1: You're never going to be the team leader, though.
0: Which is to say, the first to enter. Are you messing with me? You do realize I'm psychic, too. I can pull so much trippy shit out of my spinal crevice. It would make your head spin like Dervis in a fucking blender. So get off your high-hoof-beast! I'm coming up. Huh? Up where? Hello? Sullux abort. The AA is being creepy. Yep. <clears throat> Twin Armageddon's begin trolling Gallo's Calibrator. Hey, change of plan. We're not playing this game anymore. You don't have to bother recruiting. Sorry to waste your time. I'm not the leader anymore. Carcat is...
1: He is. He threw a tantrum about it, so I let him be the red leader.
0: Okay, that was fairly predictable, but that's fine. I'll talk to him about it. What's going on? Nothing. This game sucks, and AA is full of crap. Sorry about all this. Hmm. Twin we began trolling carcinogeneticist. Hey, change of plan. We aren't playing this game anymore. Hey, guess who
1: the red leader is? I'm the red leader. It's me. Your plan to cripple your rival team has
0: failed. I know, so he told me. I don't care. The game is bad news. It'll cause it the end of the world, not stop it. So forget about it. Just go back to whatever you were doing, writing your city code or whatever. Ah, ah, ah so
1: pathetic. This is yet another feeble attempt to we- we- weaken your opposition. Treasury and I have already established a connection and we are making great progress here and we are a great team and I am a fantastic leader we will beat this game in no
0: time while your team is clearly asleep at the thorax oh god no you idiot I don't care about the game anymore I just quit I'm not playing you said too
1: amazing you're either being really persistent with this transparent ruse or you really are that sad and incompetent neither in cake deserves nor my respect or my friendship in fact you know what friendship cancelled There, it's official.
0: Bye-bye, friendship. Oh, like, you haven't said that like a billion times. You aren't in any position to question my competence. You're the worst programmer I've ever seen. You don't know anything about computers. Why do you bother? The only thing you're good at is yelling and making huge mistakes and being ugly and horrible in every way and having stupid little nubby horns.
1: Be honest, I don't see what's so great about your programmer hacking... What is a hacker, even? Just some smug asshole in movies doing fake things and making up words. It's not a real thing to be. Just some bullshit title to give yourself so you can feel just a tiny bit less
0: loathsome. Oh, no. More childish burns. I don't have to prove anything to you. I'm a great hacker, period.
1: No, it's all so clear now. You were a fraud all along. What does all this nonsensical code you wrote even do? It's all nonsense. Like a bluff. You say, oh, Cocker, he does never understand what I wrote. It's bullshit because I, he's too dumb to figure it out. Well, you're busted. These viruses here, I bet, do nothing at all. Wait, KK. I bet if I ran them, nothing bad would happen. Might even improve my computer's performance. No, don't! But how about this idiotic program with the red and blue code, which is a meaningless thing to do with the code anyway? What does this even mean? It's another one of your scams. I'm going to sneak some bad clipart in the files
0: too and pretend that's code. Oh, God, no. Don't run that. I'm serious. What would happen? I'm not, sir, but it would be really, really bad if you ran it. Just don't.
1: Ah! Ah! Just as I thought, you can't even come up with a good lie when I press you on it. Your bluff has been called. Compiling as we speak. It'll be a torum when it finishes. And now I have to go attend something outside because Torezi is doing something just unspeakably stupid right now. Whoops! Forget that. It is privileged information.
0: You are the dumbest grub fucker on the planet. I swear. Later, douchebag. K.K. Do not run that code. Hello? Carcinogenetics' computer exploded. Oh my god. Oh, Carcat.
1: Oh, Carcat. You've. Well, of course, we know that. You know, the meteors would have come anyway. Right. But Sollux did not know that. Yeah. He thinks that Karkai has just started the end of
0: the world. Yes. <laughs> Great. Yep. <laughs> uh, next. You are highly startled by the totally unexpected explosion. <laughs>
1: so now, now we know how that hole happened. Well, we knew, but.
0: <laughs> uh, next. Oh, the explosion killed his Lucis. Uh huh. Karkat and his friends and everyone they would ever meet thereafter would experience great misfortune on account of the curse unwittingly implemented through Solix's esoteric Mobius double-reach-around virus. Every troll's Lucis would soon die. All but one of their kernel sprites would be prototyped with a dead Lucis, each prior to entering the medium. Upon entry, they would each have a bittersweet reunion with the creature after the kernel hatched, triggering the sprite's metamorphosis. For the first time, the trolls would be able to have verbal conversations with their custodians and would be guided by them along their journeys. Unfortunately, the underlings and warring royalty would gain the benefits of the monstrous prototypings as well. Each sprite, except for one, would only be prototyped once. The players would learn quickly that while one pre-entry prototyping per player was absolutely necessary for ultimate success, additional pre-entry prototypings merely empowered their enemies unnecessarily.
1: So yeah, we we're learning that Yeah, so each of their uh lusis got mm. prototyped, except yep. for one.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Um. And that the after prototyping just furthers uh powers up the uh
0: the enemies. Yeah, for some reason that's unclear at this point, you have to prototype it at least once. Prototyping it twice before you enter and it affects the game. Uh, just yeah, it's it's a bad thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't point out the uh, drawing on Kurt Gas' refrigerator he did of his crab dad. Oh, crab dad, who's now dead, dead crab dad. Yeah.
1: Uh, but yeah, we see uh, the the cursor. Yep. Which has a few extra windows on it. Yep, it's got twelve windows instead of four. Yep. And the kernel sprite, which is yeah, uh, white and black.
0: Yeah, it's like Karkat's colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, and now we're with Gamzee, whose uh, goat dad finally came back from the ocean. Looks like he's got something stabbed in him, and he's just washed up on shore. Yep. The game has no explicit rule that demands something dead for prototyping, but in practice, the kernel sprite has particular attraction to the deceased or the doomed. Across every session ever played, exceptions to this pattern are extremely rare. Which we've seen with the kids. They've all had at least one thing they prototyped that was something dead.
1: Yeah. Which... John with Nana, yeah. Rose with her with her uh, cat. Yep. And Dave with Sepulcro. And Dave.
0: Yeah. Well, Dave also... wasn't
1: still alive, but... Yeah.
0: Yeah, we haven't seen Jade's. Yeah. But there's definitely at least two, at least three dead things in her house... Yeah. Uh three taxidermied bodies. Yes, yeah, so. She got she got the pick of the litter. Yep. Uh Solux Lament. Why did you send Carcat that code? It was such a bad idea. You suppose it was a boastful gesture to get a friend to think more highly of you. But why would flaunting your superior skills accomplish this? It was foolish. You ought to wipe all these clever viruses you wrote off your computer. They can only bring more trouble. Delete. Uh, speaking of clip art in code, we see he's also got a code in here. That's another TILDAF code that says Execute, and it's a bunch of, uh, billiard balls flashing around. Hmm. While deleting your virus folders, you pause on one oddball file you have lying around. You did not write this virus. You copied it from an obscure server. ...far beyond your planet's global network. This application is running on that server perpetually. It's an extremely simple till-death program. Its main luth is tied to the lifespan of the universe. When the universe dies, a mysterious sub-program will be executed. You have no way of knowing what that sub-program does. It runs on a protected part of the server. It's completely unhackable. You delete the file, but it won't do much good. The program is already running elsewhere. Luckily, whatever harm it will do will not be done for many billions of years. And even then, what harm could a virus do after the exploration of the universe? This file always struck you as quite odd.
1: Yeah, so this is... You can you can maybe say that this has something to do with uh, the felt. That would definitely... I mean, that's the other place we've seen billiard balls. Yep. And, and, and as we know, the, the Midnight Crew have, you know... ...become reoccurring characters. Yeah. Well, Archboxcar really not reoccurring.
0: Yeah, he recurred very briefly.
1: Yes. Uh, so who's to say that felt may not come back? That's true. Even though all of them are dead. But right. all of the other one... All, like, the other Midnight Crew were dead. Yeah. Let's go next.
0: But Solix, even with his vision twofold... ...does not have the perceptional luxuries of our vision omnipresent... When executed, the sub-program will summon an indestructible demon into the recently voided universe. This monstrous being, with the power to travel through time, is inconvenienced very little by his arrival upon the Great Undoing. He has the entire cadaver of the expired universe to pick apart at his whim, from its birth through its swelling maturity and tapering decay. In a reality he is known to have marked for predation he will go about assembling followers through various e- epochs, even going as far as personally establishing the parameters for his future summoning. Solix couldn't know that the virus is essentially a formality. The demon is already here. Ooh. And yeah, we see that this server is floating out in the same place that Rose ripped her uh, game gamefac out to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so if the... So it's a time-traveling demon, so definitely more felt connection. Yeah. uh, That appears at the end of the universe, and then goes back in time to end the universe. Mm Mm-hmm. And I would assume, it seems safe to guess that the followers he assembles are the felt. Yeah, I I was going to about to say
1: that, so that was not just... Right. You give me some information. Right, so... And so there's, there's one person we didn't see of the felt. That's true. Who is the leader of the felt. Mm hmm. And I mean. you could extrapolate that it would be this demon Lord English. Lord English. We saw his coat. We never saw him. Yeah. But By the way, I downloaded the felt album. It's a good album. It's a good album. I still think Exiles is my personal favorite at the moment. Okay. Um, but yeah, felt is really good and. Uh, English is also a really good track yeah yeah I always get weird because like a lot of those like show like uh like album artwork and I'm always like all, a lot of the album artwork is like
0: oh yeah the album artwork
1: can be super spoilery
0: yeah so I was like oh no
1: like, I, try, I try not to kind of yeah look, not pay too much attention I try to
0: avert your eyes <laughs>
1: yeah most of that
0: is just screenshots from the intermission though so sure Uh, Yeah, if if I remember right, that album came out way before any important Lord English stuff got talked about, so I think you're fine. Sounds like your lucis is agitated about something up there. You already gave him his serving of honey today. If he thinks he can get more, well, that's just greedy. You wonder what could be bothering him.
1: I I do love the galaxies in Sulix's eyes.
0: Yeah, they're cool. Yeah. Uh, Next. You keep your enormous bicyclops chained to the roof of your communal hive stem. It's the only place there's room for him. Dealing with him on the roof during feeding time is a daily ordeal. Oh, there's, there's meteors. There are meteors. I mean, you can see lives in, like, a big city. Much much like Dave.
1: Much like Dave. And uh, their hives are not, like, in the kind of suburb right. way, like a, a... You know, like a Karkat or a yeah. Gamsy. Right, right. Yeah, they're, like, built onto the side of Green Towers... Mm-hmm. They're condos. Yeah, basically. Basically. I, I know a little something about condos. Yeah. Uh, next.
0: Now we just get a good look at the bi-cyclops. It's, it's a two-headed cyclops, and each eye is, uh, one's red, one's blue, and ooh, AA is there.
1: Yeah. It's time to be the other girl.
0: You are now one of the five other girls. <laughs> it's Kanaya, not AA. Yep. She's got a chainsaw. She's got a chainsaw. I can, I can dig it. Yeah. Uh, next. And she is standing on top of what is presumably her Lucis, which is a big ol' creepy bug monster. Yep. With like weirdly human lips. Yeah,
1: that. Now that you've <laughs>
0: <laughs> drawn attention to it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that that's a bit disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next, but yeah, she seems to be. Like, oh yeah, and I click next because I, I said it. But right, yeah, she's like uh, more of a out, green place.
0: Yeah, she's in a very like green-looking place. Her house looks a lot like Jade's house. Her, it does look a lot like Jade's house with a whole bunch of like tarps, uh like tied to it to make it all colorful and pretty. Yep. Hmm. Then we, we
1: do know that that kind of house structure is similar to you know it's. What they, you know, it's around the frog uh, temple. Oh yeah, yeah, it's modeled
0: after those pillars, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, But let's go next.
0: Speaking of frog temples, yeah, here's another frog temple. It's (laughs) red. Yeah,
1: the, the the one underground was green. Yeah.
0: So they've got two frog temples. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I just knocked over everything and also pulled my headphones out. This is going to be fun to try to edit. Okay, I'm back. Hello. <laughs> well,
1: where'd you go? I, you were here the entire time. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> anyway,
0: yes. They've got two frog temples for some reason. Yeah, that, that's weird. Yeah.
1: But let's stop being the other girl.
0: You are now no longer the other girl, or any of the other five for that matter. What's the name of this dude sitting in his four-wheel device? So, yeah, that is Tavros. Yep. And uh, he's in a wheelchair.
1: Yep. Oh, okay. let's enter... Oh, his... Uh, Oh, his Lucis? Yeah, his Lucis is a, a, like bullf- a t- bullfly.
0: Yeah, it's like a tiny little bull fairy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cute. Yeah, let's enter let's that
1: name. I, I posted... I posted a a picture of that picture of Kanai with the... Oh, with the chainsaw? Chainsaw, and people were going nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just everyone going, like, introducing the the newest and best babe. (laughs) Um, You're going to love her so much. Just all this.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm seeing that now. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Enter name. Your name is Tavros Nitram. You're known to be heavily arrested by fairy tales and fantasy stories. You have an acute ability to commune with the many creatures of Alternia, a skill you've utilized to capture and train a great many. He's a fucking Pokemon master, Ashley! He is. They're all your friends, as well as your warriors, which you pit in battle through a variety of related card and role-playing games. You used to engage in various forms of more extreme role-playing with some of your other friends, before you had an accident. You like to engage in the noble practice of Alternian slam poetry, possibly the oldest, most revered, and certainly freshest art form in your planet's rich history. You have a profound fascination with the concept of flight and all lore surrounding the topic. You believe in fairies, even though they aren't real. Your troll tag is Adios Toreador, and you, uh, speak in sort of a faltering manner. What will you do? So, back when, at the end of Act 4, when Tavros talks to Jade, and he talks about how excited he was to, like, be able to fly as his dream self, and how sad he was that his dream self was dead. Yeah. Uh, someone made uh, a fan art of him being wheelchair-bound, and uh, trying to, like, asking Karkat if he can please go back to sleep and be his dream self some more. And Karkat being like, no, you can't, we need you to progress, and we already wasted a ton of grist on ramps, so get to work. Um, and that got to be a very popular piece of fan art, and then Tavros canonically ended up uh, paraplegic. Hmm. That That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Um, I, I do love the pupa pan. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yes. That's
0: That's pretty good. Uh-huh. He's also got a lot of posters of sexy fairy ladies.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey listen. Hey. I don't hear to judge. No, not at all. Um, yeah, he loves apparently loves Pokemon. He loves slam poetry. Yeah. We've seen. Right. He can start some real sick fires. Yeah. Um Yeah he, he's got a, a little ramp going up to his uh his pod. Yeah. Uh do you know do we know what uh Tavros
0: is? Uh, so Tavros is obviously just an alternate version of Tauros, because V's mm-hmm. and U's have been kind of interchangeable. Um, I'm not sure what his last name is. Let me double check. Uh, bu- 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 let's see, etymology. Nitram is Martin written backwards. There. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see, there are two possible connections for this. Operation Tauros was the name of a planned prosecution by the Royal Ulster Constabulary against Martin McGuinness... And Mary Martin played Peter Pan in the 1954 musical. Okay. That, that first thing sounds like a Homestuck joke. Yeah. The Royal Ulster Constabulary. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's cut to the chase and play card games. You kickstart a rousing match of Fetuspawn with the only friend you've got to play with in person. Your loyal Lucis Tinkerball. You take a look at your favorable hand you dealt yourself and crack a mysterious smile. With a host plush the ready, you quickly lob an Ugana bomb and catch your adversary off guard. This seems complicated. I mean, on the one hand, yes. On the other hand, it doesn't seem that much more complicated than Pokemon. I guess,
1: yeah. Maybe I'm just not used to it. Yeah. I-, I like how everyone else has, like, horrific monsters.
0: Yeah, he's just a cute little fairy. Yeah. Tinkerbolt. Yeah. Oh, geez. Next. Yeah, like a horrible Spider monster cracked out of that egg thing. Yeah, that's... ooh. That's
1: not a good Pokemon. Or it could be. I don't know. Maybe it's a Mega Evolution. Maybe <laughs> a Shiny. I don't know. I yeah. don't know what Shinies are.
0: Right. Next. Uh, It dives at one of those teddy bears, which looks like actually scared and not just pretend scared like Terezi's as in maybe this is a real creature? Maybe. Next. Uh, it just straight up face hugs the thing. It's twitching. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Next.
0: And it scuttles off.
1: And yeah, the bear
0: looks not happy. Yeah, the teddy bear definitely looks sad about what just happened. Next. Next. And now something's bursting out of its stomach.
1: Uh next
0: Horseroni! I choose you!
1: <laughs> this is fucked.
0: <laughs> it's a purple horse of macaroni growing out of it! It is. <laughs> hey also, what's that in the top left? Oh, it's some it's some oil. It's some oil. Yeah. Why is there oil there, Ashley?
1: I don't know. I think one day we'll find out. <laughs> Um, yeah, but, you know, after, like, Gen 5, the Pokemon just really went downhill. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Command the faithful steed. With a brooding whinny, Horseroni shuffles his mighty hooves and makes short work of the fetus sucker, boosting his vitals. Horseroni is now primed and rearing for battle. Look out, (laughs) Tinkerbull
1: That's... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Horseroni Spontex Slumber Buddies. And Taros is doing some kind of mind control on Horseroni, it looks like? Yeah. You use your awesome bestial communion abilities and bend the ferocious stallion to your whim. Tinkerbull can't stand the suspense.
1: At first I thought Tinkerball's nose ring was its mouth. Oh, I see, yeah. And it was like mouth gate. Right, right. <laughs> but it really just kind of seems non-plussed. Yeah. Um, next...
0: Nap time! Everybody wins! Horseroni gains a bunch of levels. In no time, he'll be ready to breed, and you can put him out to stud! (laughs) They just cuddle up and went to sleep together. Also, the more I look at, like, Horseroni's hind legs, the more uncomfortable I get. Yeah. Like, that doesn't... It does not seem like it has a symmetrical body. No, or that could be the tail. But then
1: where's its other leg? The leg could be on the other side, you know. I guess. We we just don't see it. Sure. Okay. I have to believe this. (laughs) Um, yeah, people are are continuing to say that, uh, will be at least in my top three trolls.
0: Yeah. kanaya has got a a big following, and I think I told you, I kind of just think she's sort of boring. I kind of don't get the appeal. Okay. We'll see what happens. But clearly, a lot of people do. (laughs)
1: One million Homestuck fans can't be wrong.
0: <laughs> uh, next. Good game, everybody. That was a lot of fun. Time to do some other stuff, you guess. That's ropey Ramp. Oh, that, that bear's still there. That is... Yeah. Gotta put the dark uh, pallor over this. Yeah. This is how you get up to your recuperacoon when it's time to rest. It's kind of a production, getting in and out. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I get as someone as I said
1: who knows uh, people who mm-hmm. are paraplegic. That is definitely
0: a thing. Yeah, uh, I think. It, listen, listen, listen. We, tolerance is great and everything. We need to talk about the fact that this motherfucker's wearing socks and sandals. Yeah, like that's fucked up. Fuck you, Tavros. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all. That's all I had to say. Fuck you. <laughs> Uh, hop in. You can't fit all the way in because of your huge horns. It makes it hard to get a solid shut-eye. Oh, great. Now you're covered in slime. Why'd you do this? You're gonna have to change your clothes. Now goes another solid hour down the tubes. Ah, oh, damn And There goes your four-wheel device down the ramp. That happens a lot. Uh, how does it get his shirts on? Uh, I mean, hard work, I guess. I mean, how does, how does, how do actual paraplegic people get their shirts? Oh, even over his horns! Yes! Okay, I'm like, what? Well, jeez, Ashley, I <laughs> mean, come on. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's a good question, then, actually. <laughs> okay, I'm a monster. <laughs>
1: no, you're not, like, you... You, you... That is a perfectly
0: reasonable way to take that. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's, let's take the lance. After a major cleanup rigmarole and a lot of crawling around your respite block, you equip your jousting lance. He's lance kind. Yeah. Uh, next. You like to practice your jousting outside. One day you hope to prove yourself worthy of recruitment into the halls of the dreaded Imperial Caval Reapers. Uh, assuming you're not slated for culling first on account of your disability. Or, really, any other arbitrary reason. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Troll society does not seem like the kind that is kind to people that aren't, like, don't meet some arbitrary level of ability. Yeah, and ability to cause
1: violence. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but we can now see the outside of his house. It's on a
0: cliff. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's got a wind power. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little windmill. And he's got, like, a uh, uh, scarecrow to practice jousting on that looks a lot like um, WV scarecrow. Uh, yeah. I don't think that's directly connected. I think it's more just a callback,
1: but... Yeah. But it's got a little grub on the top of it. Yeah. Not, like, on top, like in like, in the helmet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a bucket. Which, yes. now that I know about buckets... Hmm. Maybe it's mm-hmm. not a bucket. That seems... <laughs>
0: I mean, it has a grub on it. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) It might be an old bucket.
1: (laughs) Might be an old bucket. Way to be gross, Tavros. Listen, like, he's trying his best with what he's got. That's true. You know, don't... Tavros ain't doing good, and, like, that's not just because of the disability. That's because he's he's not the... He's not bloodthirsty.
0: Yeah, he just seems like maybe not cut out for the world he was born into. Yeah. Honestly, the... The meteor's coming may be good for him. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I, I don't disagree with that assessment. Let's admire those posters. You wheel over to your favorite poster featuring Pupa Pan, which is your favorite thing. You've always fantasized that one day, intrepid young Pupa would come and take you away, and together you'd fly to a beautiful paradise planet of legend that has all sorts of fanciful stuff like pirates, treasure... A cruel villain with a missing arm and a missing eye. And those weird aliens called Indians. Oof, okay. Hmm. Well, I mean, (laughs) humans would be aliens. I guess so, yeah. (laughs) You left your window open since you were very young, just in case pupa stopped by one night and decided to splash a pinch of special stardust on your face. You've had this interest... Yeah, you've had this interest far prior to your accident. Being paralyzed isn't what made you want to be able to fly. That'd be dumb and make no sense. Being paralyzed does sort of make you want to be able to walk, though. So that's kind of a direct, like, rebuttal of that fan art that inspired this piece of, uh, information about Tavros. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I just noticed his, uh, tablecloth.
0: Oh, it's on the tablecloth? I can't tell. It's Little Fairies. Oh, it is Little Fairies. Also, he's getting pestered by, uh, the Scorpio troll. Yeah. Who we've seen nothing of so far. Way in the future. Over the course of your long journey, at one point you were fitted with a cool pair of robo-legs. The guy who likes to build robots built them for you. But then, he does like to break them more than he likes to build them. It's usually why he builds them in the first place. Occasionally, though, he will allow philanthropy to override (laughs) Uh (laughs) Misanthrobopy. Okay.
1: they they can't all be winners yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's
0: nice yeah Uh, next uh see Tavro's sleeping and Kanaya revving up that chainsaw you were lucky enough to have a friend who didn't mind getting your hands dirty on account of your best interest a friend with
1: a chainsaw he's sleeping yeah (laughs) we, we can see that there's
0: yeah the uh fucking what is that What's that sign called? Sagittarius. Yeah. Uh, troll is just lurking in the back. Yeah. Yeah. He seems to
1: have one horn broken off, or that just may be the design of the horn. Yeah, it's hard to say at this point. Kanae seems... I I can't tell if she's excited or kind of, like, worried.
0: Yeah. (laughs) She's got kind of a blank expression on her face. Yeah. Uh, next. The guy who likes to build robots just stood there and watched... It would always make everyone uncomfortable whenever he would just stand there and watch. Yeah, yeah, Kanaius sawed right the fuck through him, and uh, as a result, we could see Tavros has brown blood, which is the same color as his text. Yeah. So that might give us a hint about how this blood thing works. Yeah, blue bloods and... Yeah. And way back again. But before that, you had to scoot around in your wheel device throughout the various worlds of the medium and endure all sorts of follies related to your disability, which, on account of their great plurality and marginal relevance, we'll not get to see. Just as well. Wow, look what happens when you space out and contemplate the future like that. The messages start piling up. Let's deal with A.G. A.G., so this is our first look at the Scorpio Troll. Do you want to take her? Uh yeah, what's her character? Um extremely dramatic and everything about her is the most important thing ever and fuck you if you don't understand that. Tavros. Hey. Red team is going to bite the dust. Uh,
1: you I know you're on the red team.
0: Whoa, really? Yeah,
1: you totally are. My team's got no use for a boy that can't make no use of his legs.
0: You are Uh, So, her quirk is kind of hard to read. (laughs) Great. Uh, Sometimes, eights are used in place of the letter B. Sometimes, they're phonetically used as the, like, how you would say eight. So, that would be fated.
1: Okay. I can do this. Okay, I believe in you. You're fated to be on a team of losers, full of blind girls and lame boys and cranky imbeciles.
0: Okay. You're probably right about that, but I shouldn't be talking to you. Oh? I promised I wouldn't talk to you anymore. What? Promised who? Rufio. OMG, who's that?
1: I hate this guy already.
0: He's, uh, okay. Someone said I should give my self-esteem a name, and to be careful about what I say, to make sure I don't hurt his feelings... Ah, ah, so he's imaginary
1: and fake. Like a made-up friend. The way fairies are. Made-up, make-believe, fakey-fake, fakes. Who told you to do something so fraudulent?
0: G.A., but I don't know if she was joking about it. It might be a joke. Uh, I don't know, but I did it anyway.
1: Ah oh, man, what a meddler. I hate her meddling. Why is it always meddling? I don't know if it was a joke, but man... Uh... I don't think it was a joke. It's more like... Okay, complete the, this analogy. Laughing is to a joke as meddling is to, uh... uh... Exactly! If that's what she just did to you. It is worse than a joke. It is worse than anything you could do. Next time, tell her you to can it. That's what I do. And... she, But she keeps bugging me. Bugging and fussing and meddling. What's her deal? I guess it's flattering that she wants to talk to me so much, though. I guess I don't mind. It's cool. Anyway, Tabros, you've been amazingly boring as usual, so I'm gonna go. Okay. This show needs to get on the freaking road. Believe it or not, the blue team doesn't have a single player in the session yet, while you guys have like two or three or such. Unbelievable. I wonder what the holdup is. Oh well, let's face it, you guys need the head start. Uh, Okay, anyway, good luck to you. I'll be just like old times. Mm. Adios,
0: Nor Arachnid's grip. Cease trolling. Adios, Toreador. Bye. So she also has a... She does the
1: eye thing, kind of like how... Neptun does the mouth.
0: Yeah, she does emoticons with uh, four sets of colons so that they have eight eyes. Yep, and I think we
1: could... From Arachnid... Yeah. Yeah. Spider-like. Mm-hmm. Tavros, let's rap with TC. Which one of these assholes do you want?
0: <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> uh, I'll be Gamzee. Okay. Terminally capricious began trolling. Adios, Toreador.
1: Motherfuck, my brother. I'm so sorry. I
0: kind of zoned out there. Hi. It's okay. I wasn't expecting you to not be zoned out for any reason. So, I guess, I don't understand your apology?
1: Alright, fuck yeah, it's all good anyway. Uh, I zoned out when I was supposed to be all about being, to tell you there, you're on my team.
2: Uh, yeah,
1: the red team, you mean? Shit, motherfucker, yeah, my wicked motherfucker.
0: Honk, honk, honk. Okay, that's great. I just heard about this from someone I don't want to talk about. But it still basically qualifies as good news. (laughs)
1: That <laughs> ah, fuck
0: you stole my fucking nose, bro. That, that joke maybe doesn't work in text. Yeah, uh, Gamzee likes to give his emoticons a clown nose, and Tavros copied him. What got you even up the gumps to all fucking do the shit like that? Uh, I don't know. It's just kind of the obvious thing to do. Stick the circle in front of the dots, and behind the bendy one... Plus, oh yeah, my horns. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe. We can slam about it.
1: Yeah, I could kick the shit out of some rhymes, bro. I'll stir up some fucking hell mirth and rip open a fucking bag of twimsy.
0: Yeah! Y- you can talk about the clown things, which I don't really understand ever, but that's okay, because it's kind of funny. Whereas, I'll address some topics pertaining to my interests, and I guess... Personal motifs.
1: Yeah, fuck. Yeah. That's how shit's all usually up in fucking lock, bro. But first, here's the thing with this game.
0: Uh, yeah. I almost forgot about the the Red Team game. Yeah.
1: Okay, if if I remember right, this is how we're juggling this shit. First of all, lots of fucking balls in the air. is <laughs> Connected Cockroach. So he's fucking chill. I love
0: that you keep calling him Kakarot. Sorry. I love it. It's my favorite. No, don't apologize. It's delightful.
1: (laughs) Connect to Kakarot, so he's fucking chill. Then I'm supposed to connect to her soon to get her all chill, too. But she's in the woods doing something. And she comes back. She starts playing. So in the mean motherfucking time, I'm supposed to get you to connect to me but I fucking spaced out and forgot. Because I guess I was too motherfucking chill off in this shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, I understand.
1: So just download the motherfucking ascending use so we can kick this down the stairs.
0: <laughs> okay, I'll do that. And in the meantime, shall I cue up the strict beats? Fuck,
1: brother. Now y'all fucking up and done it. You are fucking went deep in a big sloppy massacre pie top with motherfucking whipped rhyme. How strict are these beats at, motherfucker?
0: Well, I turned up those dingles to pretty stern, set beats to lecture, and I'm kinda going hog wild on the curmudgeon knob, which I had recently installed.
1: God damn. Tell me more while I get my reach on for this frosty brew.
0: Okay, imagine an array of beats that set limits. They got a rule book. It doesn't pay to skim it because there's not a lot of latitude. They won't stand for an attitude, and crossing them's a habit you'd not really want to get into because uh, they get pretty mad at you. Fuck, so fucking fresh.
1: You need to be slapped fucking silly with a mouth like that.
0: And if you got a problem with it, then I suggest you go and rap it, dude.
1: Oh, okay, I will. Just let me sneak up on this of figgle and snap its neck like it's fucking assassin. sassin Okay. Are these beats still chill? Yeah! Are these motherfucking strict?
2: Yeah!
1: All right.
0: Crack? (laughs) Motherfucking kick it. You both then proceed to have one of the worst wrap-offs in the history of Paradox Space. (laughs) Excellent. Oof.
1: (laughs) I think I went from stoned to drunk a few times in that. Eh, whatever. (laughs) Eh, it works. (laughs) Does it say something? It may just be because now I've I've seen Tavros. Uh Uh-huh. I feel like he did a good job.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he tries best he try, tries so hard <laughs> yeah. He's just a friendly boy who's not very good at things Yes yeah, uh, next now well, we're back with Therese who it looks like her forest has been set on fire probably by meteors Probably like me- by meteors. You make your way through the burning woods to meet the looses you never had. It's time for her to hatch. It's now or never. Yeah, she had never
1: had a Lucis. Right. And if she did, it would be the world's ending. Right. And now it's time for it to hatch.
2: Yeah.
0: So, this is a weird thing. Yeah. Got, like, a giant scale with Therese's symbol on it. And on one side, we've got an egg. Uh, it looks like a, yeah, scale, I think I said that. Yeah. Yeah, big ol' turquoise egg on one side of the scale, and a giant skull that looks kinda like, um, Kanaya's Lucis. Yeah, a bit. And it's, like, over top of some button with the Spurb logo on it. Yeah. Since the world's about to end anyway, you suppose it no longer matters if the Doomsday scale is tipped. Mmm, and there's a little readout on the Spurb logo, but we don't see it. Right. Uh, Next. The counterweight is the skull of an ancient mother grub slain thousands of solar sweeps ago. The egg contains a rare species of dragon, which remains blind until maturity, using its other senses to survive. It has balanced the skull here for millennia, waiting for the warmth of a meteor-sparked forest fire before hatching. In case it wasn't clear, dragons are real. Dragons are real. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that's a mother grub. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, is hanging out with a Mother Grub, apparently. That's cool. But that, I think, maybe does imply some
1: things about her. Um, uh, such as? Well, you know, Mother Grub's apparently maybe a big fucking deal. Right. The fact that she, her guardian is a Mother Grub. Mm-hmm. A Mother Grubber, if you will. Right. That maybe implies some social standing stuff. Sure, definitely.
0: But yeah, dragons are real. Dragons are fucking real. Yeah, next. While she slept in her egg, she'd communicate with you in your sleep. After your accident, she would use your dreams to teach you to detect the world around you without vision. Hmm. So, yeah, she, like, talks to a fetal dragon in her sleep. That's cool. And that's why she can smell words. Yeah. That That's fine. Yeah. It's pretty straightforward, if you ask me. Yeah, it's super. Uh, next. Oh yeah, here we go. This is a shot of what the world looks like to Therese
1: Okay. Yes, yeah. she is on CrossFit. Yeah.
0: As you learned, your dreams became more vivid. For before there was darkness, odors and flavors painted a striking picture. You found yourself surrounded by bright honey walls, and in the sky was a huge, tasty ball of cotton candy, which is this sweet troll delicacy we wouldn't know anything about. The first time you caught a glimpse of this world in your dreams, there was no turning back. Mmm. Yeah, so... Sorry, I was just thinking. Yeah, no, think away, by all means. Yeah,
1: so she has her dream self right now. Right. Uh, and so she, uh... Yeah, is on is on, Sky, is on uh, Prospect and looking Pro- at Skya. Right. And, yeah, so she is kind of like the one that's fully aware of her dream self.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she seems to be in a jade sort of position here. Yes, and she also does live alone in a... <laughs> yeah. To be fair, a lot of them seem to.
1: Well, I mean, like, they they don't even have their, their Lucis.
0: Oh, sure, right, right, right.
1: Yes. Um, and yeah, like, the like what she sees is kind of, you know, it's very obviously Prospit, but it's all kind of, like, blurry.
0: It's almost like an Impressionist painting of Prospit. Yes. Uh, next. The young Lucis would take to the sky and promptly get herself killed. This would be much more shocking and maybe a little bit more sad if we didn't already know it was going to happen. We already knew this, but of course you didn't. Yeah. The little displays flashing on the. Yeah, because when the dragon hatches, the scale tips and the skull hits the button. Yep.
1: It's a whole thing. Yeah, it's it's all very. <laughs> it's the lion. The, the I don't know why the fuck did I just say lion,
0: <laughs> Luke?
1: Yeah. Why did I just say lion?
0: I don't know. That's an answer you can you're gonna have to look inside yourself to answer.
1: Mm, maybe that'd be my Lucis. Yeah, a lion? But like a weird lion. Mm-hmm. It's like five eyes. Sure. But it, yeah, the, the dragon's about to get killed. Yeah. Next.
0: Yeah, flies in the air and immediately <laughs> gets hit with a meteor. Unsurprising dra- development! Genuine distress The dragon never smelled it coming. She would fall to your tree hive. On your return, she'd be scooped up by a sympathetic ally and deposited into the Colonel Sprite. Then you and she could talk. There'd be plenty to discuss. So she's not the one that did not
1: put her loose in the Sprite. Right. There's still one more that did not. There's still one. Yeah. Yeah, that's some genuine distress. That is some genuine
0: distress. Uh, That's that's gotta be a pretty big anti-climax for Terezi here. Yeah, like all your life you've wanted this thing and... And seconds within it, (laughs) being born, it dies. Yeah. Uh, Next. And we see that the clock on the doomsday counter is counting down from 6 minutes and 12 seconds. Yep. (laughs) The doomsday device would display the amount of time you had to get back to your hive and enter the medium before the forest was destroyed. At the time, it didn't occur to you to wonder whether the device was directly responsible for the apocalypse or merely served as its precisely calibrated harbinger. And it certainly wouldn't occur to you to cast doubt on any perceived difference between these two things. It wouldn't be until later, when you better understood the game you were about to play. Let's be the other, other girl. You are now the other, other girl. We're AA, underground. Yeah. Down, in the underground.
1: Yeah. I have a story about that too, but let's not go into that. Okay. (laughs) It'd just be useless. Alright.
0: Let's run to the girl in a more symbolic manner. That's (laughs) That's <laughs> better. We can now be properly introduced. Who's this spooky lady? So, yeah, she was drawn with the realistic proportion art style, and now she's a OMSDECK sprite. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Let's enter her name. Your name is Aradia Megiddo. You once had a number of. And listen, there are a lot of people out there that think your name is pronounced Aradia. Tough shit, I'm the one reading this. <laughs> Take it up with management. <laughs> You once had a number of interests, which in time, you've lost interest in. You seem to recollect once having a fondness for archaeology, though now have trouble recalling this passion. It nonetheless has led you to find your present calling, which came through the discovery of these mystic ruins on which you presently stand, and which you recently desecrated out of boredom. Guiding you to this calling were the voices of the dead, which you've been able to hear since you were young. The voices become louder as the great undoing approaches. This trend in escalation began after an accident involving a certain kind of role-playing, which might have been another of your interests once upon a time. It doesn't matter much anymore. The accident resulted in the death of your Lucis, which prompted you to leave your home and take up these ruins as residents. On the instruction of your ancestors, you recovered mysterious technology from the ruins, and convinced a friend to adapt it into a game that will bring about the destruction of your civilization. And by convinced, you suppose you mean tricked. He has tentatively named the game Scrub, which is a word that is not terribly elegant. If it were marketed by a legitimate game company instead of rapidly patched together by a young hacker, it would ostensibly be given a better title. He's presently mobilizing 12 friends to play it, including him and yourself. He believes he'll lead the blue team, but he's wrong. Your troll tag is Apocalypse Arisen, and there is typically a pronounced hollowness to your words. What will you do? Yeah, so she, I'm guessing at some point
1: she, when she saw the relics, she kind of lost herself.
0: Yeah, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, something, she's also involved in this accident that keeps getting referred to. Yeah, and every, a lot of world players, a lot of people got hurt from this accident. LARPing is, you know, you gotta be careful. Yeah. Gotta LARP responsibly. Yep. Yeah. Have you ever LARPed? I have not. Um, I would. Yeah, you're not against it. Yeah, I'm not against it. Um, but I, the has never really presented itself. Yeah. Well, let's retrieve her computer. Now, LARPing is one of those things that I feel like at one point was something that was, like, fun to make fun of. Like, it was a big, like, target. I don't know, it just seems like a fun excuse to go beat the shit out of each other with foam swords. Yeah, I also think, like, the concept of,
1: like, what LARPing is has kind of grown. Sure, definitely. Like, you know, like, there's the weird, like, kind of, like, hacker LARPing, and there was a, I, I heard a story of a guy who was in a LARPing community that, where they would deliver packages with each other, and then it ended up just being part of a drug, r- drug uh, cartel. Wow, okay. And the packages that they weren't allowed to open were just drugs. Yikes, that's, hmm, Okay. <laughs> And they have, they like they all had to go to court. Boy, oh boy! And that must be an interesting thing to
0: yeah, seriously
1: go. No, I did not know that I was you know going doing drugs. You know, like you know, not doing, but trafficking drugs because I was thought I was part of a role playing group.
0: Yeah, boy, boy, oh boy! <laughs> yeah. Uh. It's not up to you to decide what you retrieved from your Silodex. It's up to the spirits.
1: She's got a Ouija uh, fetch modus.
0: Yeah, I think that was one of the ones Jade
1: had. I, it may be. Yeah. Yeah, she she's very into the
0: spirits, and yeah, we, we can see the uh, the numbers are upside down. Yeah, yeah, all the stuff on the Ouija board is written in troll talk. Yeah, oh, I, I, I do recognize one of those letters. Yeah?
1: From, uh, like the cover of one of the Oblivion games.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, next. Looks like the spirits are being cooperative today. If a bit cryptic, as usual. Yeah, yeah that's kind of spirits do. Yeah. Yeah, they're spelling out... Something. Some. And <laughs> she's got the Crosby top, that Spade Slick had in the future. Yeah. Who's this douchebag? <laughs> Who is that douchebag? So at this point, we've seen a few spots of oil, and now we're seeing this. So somehow, the kids are influencing this world that existed before they did.
1: Yeah, uh, I also, I, I think it was in like the last week. But I, I, I also, I, I was just rewatching some choice bits. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I, I did rewatch the when John went into his father's. Oh, yeah. And I still laughed really hard at, who's this douchebag? It's real good. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, you know, not all that surprising. Just right. a normal businessman. Who's this douchebag?
0: <laughs> uh, next. Yeah, they, they, they seem to be... You found this baffling artifact some time ago on one of your digs. The creature on its facade is completely mystifying. You've taken to using it as your primary computing device on account of its bizarre novelty as well as convenient portability. Oh, look who's bothering you again. She's always bugging you. Bugging and fussing and meddling. What's her deal? I guess it's flattering that she wants to talk to you so much, though. You're okay with it. You're okay with a lot of things. So she found that on an archaeological dig. Yeah. On...
1: <laughs>
0: Possibly from... The frog temple? Uh, Yeah, that's possible. But, so, also, the kids' frog temple is clearly green. The trolls blue and red. Yeah.
1: Oh, for the, the blue and red teams,
0: of course. Right, yeah. So, hmm. Hmm.
1: Um, yeah, that's... Hmm. Yeah. This may be... We already know how the kids affected their own world. Right. John giving birth, well, not technically, but
0: giving birth to himself. (laughs) Right, yeah, listen. (laughs) I'm having a baby and the baby is you is not canonical. (laughs) The baby is you. (laughs) (laughs) I have to listen to that. Oh, God. Have to is a weird uh, phrase to use when you're talking about that thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's
1: just... It's Toby Fox's first masterpiece.
0: (laughs) Um, uh, the the second being, of course, Opa Toby style. Yeah. So it 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 feels like we're at a contradiction of terms here because Earth doesn't exist yet. Yeah, but there's all this Earth kind of stuff, and this is like specifically something they dug up from like the the past or something. Yeah, and uh, we also do know Terezi talked about how the Exiles' job is to. Prepare a planet to be like reseeded by the game. Yeah, does that factor in here? Um, I'm real good at pretending like I don't
1: know the answers to things. <laughs> so, sorry, I, I I may have been looking at the forum <laughs> where someone posted my I, I tweeted out a picture of uh Kanaya with the chainsaw with all right. Yep, and they are also very excited for me to meet her.
0: Yes. And also, they're now just talking about the, uh, the How Do I Live flash. Which I also, I rewatched today at work on my
1: break. It's real good. It's so fucking good. <laughs> did you go back and listen to the whole song on the album? I I, I did. I, I drove yeah. home to that song. <laughs> Great.
0: One, like, there's something wrong with me. Two, <laughs> that's yeah. a really good part. I worked in a grocery store in, like, 2011, and, uh... One of the songs on their, like, internal radio station was How Do I Live Without You, and, uh, Oh, God, I'm sure that would be... Right, basically once per shift, I was guaranteed to start cracking up <laughs> for no reason. Yeah, so you had that, uh, we,
1: uh, had, like, a literal CD for all, at the movie theater. Uh,
0: we, that might have been how ours worked, I don't really know. Um, the problem was, is the thing we got it from...
1: At one point, stopped sending CDs. Oh. And that meant we got the same CD for about a year. Boof. Which I'm sure was fine for the people walking in and, you know, the customers. Yeah. For us who were like, you know, the janitors, led to madness.
0: Yeah, I'll bet. See, ours didn't update, like, at all from what I know of. I, I remember it had, how do I live without you? It had Puttin' on the Ritz by Taco. Great! It had, uh... She likes me for me! Yep, yep. Um... I don't remember what else it had off the top of my head, but... Oh, it had, uh... I said hey! Oh, but,
1: okay. What's
2: in! on? What's go-
1: Yours seems funner than mine. Yeah. Um, mine had one from, like, a really awful song by, like, this British rapper. Uh-huh. Um... Talking about how famous she was. Oh, boy.
0: Yeah. Or, oh, oh, that's the one I hated all the time was, uh, That's just the way it is. Oh. Some things never change. Yeah, that, I don't like that song. That, it's annoying. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, We Had find Gravity from Wicked.
2: <laughs> I'm
1: still not sure
0: why that was on that CD. And See, now, granted, I don't know what kind of rights issues would be involved in stuff. My first thought would be... You would want a soundtrack of like well-known songs from movies. Well, like when we
1: would get them, they'd be like more current movies. Okay. Like I, we talked about this on this podcast, but it is also a weird fucking right side. But uh... like the only time we ever played songs from movies are when we got paid by movies to kind of oh, I see transform the place for the weekend. Right, right. So, like, when Pirates of the Caribbean did we got the Pirates of the Caribbean soundtrack. When uh-huh. Rango did it, it was, like, a lot of, like, Western stuff. Okay. Which was cool, because like, we got to, like, listen to, like, the, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly soundtrack at work. Sure.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know, in my head, I'm thinking, like, if it's my job to put together a playlist to play in the lobby of a movie theater, I'm like, Okay, Star Wars theme, Back to the Future theme, uh, the Kill Bill song. Uh, you know, the Inception theme, like, that kind of thing, you know? I think that'd be the smarter way to do
1: it, but I guess this was, you know, like, a way to advertise up-and-coming artists or, Yeah, you know.
0: yeah, that's true, I guess, yeah, the, you gotta look at the bottom line with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay, so, yes, uh, we've been seeing a lot, uh,
1: specifically the, uh, the Cosby Top. Yeah. Uh, in a lot of different places. Yeah, um, I mean, it,
0: it, if it's on Alternia already, and if we're accepting that Spade Slick is on Alternia, mm-hmm. then that stands to reason. But how it got here in the first place is no closer to being solved. No. Um, and we could have also, you know, seen like the initial Spade Slick as a
1: bit of a joke.
0: Right, yeah, and now it's back, and it's definitely not a joke.
1: Yeah. The, the
0: Homestuck
1: method. <laughs> yep. You thought this was a joke, and it's not. Yep. It's still kind of a joke, but it just happens to have... <laughs> yeah. ...larger implications.
0: Right. Um, let's, let's humor GA. Grim Oxiliatrix began trolling, Apocalypse Arisen. Uh, do you got a preference here? Uh, I'll do GA. Okay, go for it. Hi
1: again, Aridia. Oh no... So I guess tonight is the night you blow everything up. Hmm. Is there
0: nothing I can do to change your mind? No. Or yes. Yes, there's nothing. And no, you can't. But you shouldn't pretend as if you believe this has anything to do with the state of my mind. Or the decisions it'll make, or is already made.
1: Yeah, I guess not. I thought I'd be friendly, though. Remind you that you do in fact have a hand in all these terrible things you're about- that are about to happen. Because that's what friends are for. And the fact that what ensues will be terrible is an immuno fact that I am stating for the record. And the fact that we will not be the, on the same team is similarly immutable. Does not mean that teamwork is what isn't taking place here.
0: Sorry, I didn't follow that.
1: I'll be here to help, if you need it. Okay, thanks. It's two people who kind of monotone.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) I've been to parties like that. Yeah. (laughs) You just, like, see, like, the two goth girls in the the corner. Right,
0: yeah. (laughs) It's like,
1: oh, don't go over there, you're gonna get sucked in. (laughs) Uh, Next. I forgot it blinks.
0: Oh, yeah. It does blink. Tick-tock, 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 tick-tock. Waiting for the apocalypse is so boring. You guys will check on Solix to see how he's coming along with those teams. Uh, let's... Yeah, There's a conversation we already
1: seen. Check on Solix.
0: Yep. Sorry, uh, I, yeah. I, I skipped ahead. Nope, that's fine. You then had a conversation we already read, which began like this. Hey, hey. Did you set up the teams? And ended like this. I'm coming up. And then you went up. Uh, Aradia! Let's go up. <laughs> Let's not ascend. Let's go up. Yep. Alright, so we're back with her when we saw her, like, confront his, uh, Lucis, and now she's telekinetically lifting it in the air, and he doesn't know what the fuck. Yeah. Uh, next, she's gonna start some shit. Yeah. Hmm. You wonder what she wants. What's with all these girls bugging you? Bugging and fussing and meddling? Girls are all up in her. Yeah. Let's get bugged by A.G. A.G. Uh, ooh, A.G. is shrouded in darkness. Yeah. Uh, Arachnid's grip began trolling. Apocalypse arisen. Uh, preference? Uh, I I know, like you said, A.G. is your Zodiac. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she
1: is. So let's let's have you be her.
0: Alright. Aradia!
1: Oh, boy. That's way
0: too many in the same letter in a row twice. I know! So we're about to get started, right? Have you tricked Solix yet? Do you have Mr. Two Eyes all befuddled and flustered in your web of lies? Or Mr. Four Eyes? Hmm. I don't know. Which nickname do you think would be suitably derogatory in this case, Aradia? How about Eight Eyes minus Seven? (laughs) I didn't trick him. It's not like that. Okay, whatever. The point is... Once you've pulled the finely woven silken mesh over his dumb, different colored eyes, you and I will start playing the game and be the blue team leaders. That's how this will work, right? Wait, do you mind if we're co-leaders? I forgot to ask. I just assumed it was okay with you. I don't care. Great! That's the spirit. And when I bring you into the game, whatever the hell that means, then we can send each other off, right? That's how this works, right? Yes. Awesome! Because I have a present for you. It's a surprise, and it's going to be great, from me to you. Just for me, for me alone and nobody else. I can't wait to see the look on your face when you see. Okay, well, I'm sure it'll be very thoughtful. Hey, speaking of which, what'll the name of our team be? Uh,
1: the Blue Team.
0: No, 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 I know that. I mean the name of our team, you and me, just us.
1: I haven't given it any thought. Nor did I think such a thing would be up for consideration. But if you want to pretend we both have a separate team together, and name the team, then knock yourself out.
0: I just thought it'd be really fitting. Kind of like a fresh start, you know? I don't know. What are our shared interests? I guess I never really thought about this. I guess I'm used to thinking of you as the enemy. There must be some overlap in profiles. Come on, let's brainstorm. Mm. Man, it'll be great. We'll be unstoppable. Surely, you must admit, it'll be nice to to rebound from the team charge debacle.
1: I never think about that anymore.
0: Oh, man, I'm so dumb. Here I am running my mouth and opening up old wounds, while at the very same time trying to make amends. What an idiot. It's okay. Hey, speaking of which... That loser isn't going to be on the blue team, is he? Which loser? Your old team buddy. No. Oh, thank fucking goodness. Talk about dead weight. You made the right choice, leader. I mean, co-leader.
1: I didn't exclude him from that reason. Or all, at all. You're just not getting it. You never listen.
0: Man, now I've got this huge beef grub lodged in my nuke just thinking about him. I'm going to go give him a hard time. Let me know when you're live. Later. Arachnid's grip cease trolling. Apocalypse arisen. Don't do that; it's really childish. Uh, wow. I, I, I've slid deeper
1: and deeper into my chair as that conversation went on. <laughs> to fully get the, the character, right? Totally. Uh, the entire time she is lifting the the biclops.
0: The... Yeah, she's just holding it up with one hand while she has this conversation.
1: Yep. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Arachnid's grip definitely seems to have a, a spider thing going on.
0: Yeah, she's got, like, a spider web in the background of her picture. Yeah, she talks
1: about, you know, the silken webs. Right, yeah. We also hear about eight eyes minus one. That's uh, minus seven. Minus seven. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. They're talking about what their ship name should be.
0: <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and also, it sounds like maybe Spider-Girl was uh, involved in the accident.
1: Maybe. Yeah. The the team charge debacle? Uh-huh. Yes, but let's, let's be the, this mysterious spider
0: girl. You try to be the mysterious spider girl and fail. She's way too mysterious for you to be her yet. Seriously, what's up with those glasses? What's up with that robo-arm? What's her deal? She guesses it's flattering that you want to be her, though. She guesses she doesn't mind. It's cool. We'll learn all about her a little later. Yes. So yeah, she's uh She's got glasses but with like an eye patch over one eye uh-huh. and a robot arm.
1: Wasn't there someone who mentioned someone losing an arm and an eye?
0: Uh Tavros talked about how he fantasizes about basically being in Peter Pan and fighting a villain that's missing an arm and an eye. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Maybe some deep-seated stuff because of the accident? Yeah, maybe. Or maybe that's just their version of Peter Pan.
2: Could be.
0: Well, I mean, Captain Hook is... Well, he's not missing an eye. He's only missing an arm.
1: Yeah, but is a pirate. Yeah. Pirates typically have. Mm-hmm. But let's get back to Aradia.
0: Twin Armageddons began trolling Apocalypse Arisen. Aradia, I would like to apologize. I flew off the handle there. It was like the handle with a bald guy going really fast, and I was his toupee. So I'm sorry. It was my fault. It's okay. I hope we're still friends.
1: Yes, we are.
0: So, anyway, I think even though I quit as leader, I'm still going to play the game now. Because it's either that, or I get totally creamed by all these fucking space boulders. Hey, maybe we can make the best of the game anyway. Even though I guess we're going to lose. No, I'm sorry. You can't, Solex. Not yet. Oh my god! You're going to give me fit again? After I crawl on my belly like that, all groveling at you? Like some low-class guy with whatever color blood is lower on the hi- hierarchy than mine? What's worse than yellow? Fuck this confusing caste system! Anyway, screw you. I'm playing this game right now. No, you're not. Trust me. Wait, what's this? Are you hearing that spooky message from the grave? Uh, it is from my ability to give a shit! Which just died! This is where you laugh again!
1: Come to the window. Why? Because I'm outside. B.S.
0: Take a look. I don't see anything out there. Come closer, you'll see me. I promise. God, I am just bulged deep in the fecal matter of a wildly incontinent hoof beef, But okay, I'll indulge you. Here I go.
1: Take a look. It's in a book. <laughs> reading rainbow. It's reading rainbow. Look out the window.
0: Okay, looking at this lousy, stupid, goddamn window. Lousy, stupid, goddamn psychics.
1: Yeah, fuck those psychics. Fuck them. Uh, the 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 card still on the ground.
0: <laughs> yeah and all the bees are still asleep. Yeah.
1: Uh, Was was there something you wanted to say? I kind of skipped. No, there wasn't. Yeah, he just
0: is angry still. Yeah. Uh, Next. And Aradia snaps her fingers. Yeah, next. Nap time. Right into the... Right into the honey he's not supposed to eat. Yep. Much later. When you would finally wake up, you'd discover all of your teammates had connected to each other and enter the medium you'd be the last to enter. Your long nap would facilitate a series of important dreams that would prove essential in support of your teammates. But here and now, the destruction of your hive would be imminent unless you could quickly establish a connection to the first player of the group and complete the chain. Wake up! Mind, honey. (laughs) Some of it got in your mouth. Some of it. Some of it, yes. He lost his glasses, too. Yeah. And next? You do not... Under any circumstance, eat the mind, honey! Oh,
1: he's, he's flipping the fuck out. Yeah. His eyes are going all weird. Mm hmm.
0: He's flashing. Yup. Next. Yeah, he freaks the fuck out and laser beams shoot out of both of his eyeballs.
1: <laughs>
0: Next. And blew the roof right off of the apartment complex where his uh, Lucis was. Presumably killing it. Yep. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> Next. Since that moody kid is busy flipping his bifurcated lid, we might as well take a moment to get to know this silly cat girl. Gosh, who is she? Send like her name. Your name is Nepita Lejeune which, if I recall, is the formal, like, the, the genus and species of catnip. Oh, great. Yep. You live in a cave that's also a hive, but still mostly just a cave. You like to engage in friendly role-playing, but not the dangerous kind. Never the dangerous kind. It's too dangerous! Too many of your good friends have gotten hurt that way. Your daily routine is dangerous enough as it is. You prowl the wilderness for great beasts... ...and stalk them and take them down with nothing but your sharp claws and teeth. You take them back to your cave and eat them. And from time to time, wear their pelts for fun. You like to paint wall comics using blood and soot and ash... ...depicting exciting tales from the hunt. And other goofy stories about you and your numerous pals. Your best pal of all is a little bossy... ...and people wonder why you even bother with him. But someone has to keep him pacified. If not you, then who? Who? everyone has an important job to do. Your troll tag is Arsenic Catnip, and your speech proceeds itself with the face of your Lucis, who's possibly the cutest and perhaps the bestest kitty you've ever seen. Yeah, the, the, the kitty has two faces, two yeah. mouths. What will you do? I like that uh, everyone has been telling you that you're Nepeta, and then you just idly wondered, oh, my Lucius would probably be a lion. Yeah. <laughs> Earlier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You're doomed to be this ridiculous cat girl. Wait,
1: I gotta go find my gloves. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm doomed to be a cat girl who makes wall comics. Mm hmm. Uh,
0: Retrieve claws
1: from arms.
0: You're always wearing your claw gloves. You never know when you might encounter some unsuspecting prey, or when some prey might encounter an unsuspecting you. On Alternia, everything is considered unsuspecting prey by everything else. Ooh. Let's scrap the, the Lucius behind the ears. She sure enjoys a good scratch. Pounce daily on is the best kitty cat. Oh. You and she go on adventures together in search of the fountain of cute. Oh. You ride your sure pod mountain to the rugged frontier. And sometimes she rides you when she gets tired, which is frequently. It sure will be sad when she dies, but who knows when or how that'll happen? We may not even really have time to find out.
1: Oh. Mm. Luke, <laughs> I know. I know when it's gonna happen.
0: Well, I think you saying we don't know exactly when. Just take it for granted it's gonna. Yeah. We're probably not gonna watch it die. Next. Oh no! Later, there was a cave in. No. <laughs> You tricked me, Luke. I actually forgot that happened. Oh!
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can see its little arm poking out.
0: Yeah. So long, Pounce De Leon.
1: Pounce De Leon is really a good name for a cat. Yeah. I wasn't allergic to them, I'd name my cat that.
2: Yeah? Hmm.
0: Let's examine a computer. You saunter over to your drawing tablet computer. You use this to draw on a computer. It'd be cool if this could somehow be adapted to serve as a fetch modus as well. That'd be so much more fun than the frustrating one you're using now. You wonder what this grumpy fellow wants. Probably something to do with that game. That seems to be all anybody's talking about lately. So yeah, That is
1: not her, her... It looks like a capital card, but it is not.
0: Yeah, it looks exactly like the Pictionary modus that Jade's using, but apparently <laughs> it isn't.
1: Nope.
0: I, I like the uh, her
1: the dark circles under her eyes. Yeah, she's
0: been awake for a while. I can relate. Yeah. Uh, let's answer Car Cat. Carcinogeneticist began trolling arsenic catnip. Hey! AC perks
1: up curiously. She wiggles her rear in a bit and then chases something and she bounces into the one of Car shoes.
0: Car Cat can't believe he has to sink this low. Car Cat can't believe he's asking it on... Uh, hmm... Don't don't use autistic as an insult, Carcat. That's not cool. No, he's asking an autistic girl in a cave to join his team. Carcat mystifies an infinite befuddlement over the fact that you're presently the best remaining candidate for the red team.
1: I am. I, I mean,
0: AC says I am wondrously. Yes, and Carcat can't fucking believe that. Carcat thinks about that a bit and his jaw drops open and breaks a huge column of bricks like a fucking kung fu master!
1: AC gathers up all the brick pieces and builds a cute little house and invites Carcat inside.
0: Okay, good. It's good that you're talking about building. Even if it's in the most inane possible context. You're going to be doing a lot of it.
1: Yes, that sounds fun. What do I do?
0: Okay, brief it. Me, Terezi, Gamzee, and Tavros are all playing now. The connection order is AT to TC to GC to CG. We need someone to connect to Toreador and get him in the game. I have GA lined up for the red team because she's one of the few remaining sane ones left to play. Okay, the only sane one. But she doesn't want to connect yet because of some mysterious bullshit. So I was like, whatever, what else is new? So I guess that leaves you. Trezzy said she had you lined up to play back when she was the fake leader, so I said fine. So just connect to Tavros and later we'll worry about getting you in. Alright, I'll talk
1: to him about that. Oh! AC pauses and looks up with a little bit of chagrin. I forgot I have to talk to someone else about this.
0: I've been procrastinating. Oh god, are you really serious? It's not that big of a deal. This boggles my mind. How can you be best friends with the only guy on the planet who's a bigger asshole than me? He's not that, he's not so bad. He's scum. But do whatever you've got to do, I guess. Tavros is waiting.
1: Yeah, so we, we'd we heard earlier that she needed to ask a friend. Yeah. Who apparently is the biggest asshole. <laughs> yeah. Which is saying something. It's saying a lot. If Karkat se- thinks you're an asshole.
0: Well, then again, Karkat thinks John's an asshole. Yeah, true. Carney <laughs> kind of thinks everyone's an asshole.
1: Yeah, well, when you're an a- like you know when you're when you're an asshole, you think everyone else is too. Right, right. Uh, I-, I like how everyone seems to at least initially always buy into Nepta's role playing, even if it is mockingly.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, Nepta, consult with
0: friend on the matter. All right. Uh, Arsenet Catnip began trolling Centaur's testicle. Great. I'll 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 handle him. Okay.
1: AC twitches her friendly whiskers at CT. Hi. CT perplexes over whether he put that important wrench where he needed for building a fancy robot or something. He says, now where did that silly old wrench go?
0: Look, what are you expecting to accomplish with this?
1: But oh look, CT peeks around the corner to find that a very playful kid has stolen the robot
0: wrench and is now kicking vigorously with her hind legs. This foolishness upon 100,000 prior, equally unsolicited foolishnesses. You'll stop now. You're so lame. I'm not. I'm fine. No, lame. No, I'm not. Lame.
1: No. Never played a fun-per-ten game with me ever, even once. Even Carcat does it sometimes, even if he doesn't mean it in a grumpy and sincere way. But at least still fun. Yuck.
0: Don't pollute my incoming data stream with his name, or any sort of excremental language you pick up from his ilk. I see right through your
1: stupid act. Who are you trying to kid? Look how you go out of your way to use words that have X's in them, so you can use your silly per signs. Or use those absurd words that you can shoehorn a 100 into, even if it's not strictly replacing wa- 100. You're so transparent. I can tell you like to play games. Deep down you're a guy who likes to play games. I can smell a guy who likes to play games from so far away with this nose you have no idea. Hmm?
0: If you're looking for a loophole through which you may extract concessions from me, you'll have to look elsewhere. See? What the hell? Nepeta, what did I say about that awful language? I won't stand for it and you'll stop. Oops sorry. Your fraternization with the base classes have loosened your morals. Can't you see this? No, I
1: don't care. They're fun. And I don't know anything about classes or bases or blood color. It doesn't matter. What does green blood even mean? It doesn't mean
0: anything to me and it shouldn't mean anything to someone else. Well, green blood is okay, but it's not great. But that's why you're lucky to have me to look out for you. Because you don't know better, and you can't fight the role this mother- the the mother had in store for you. Rawr, you are such a
1: hypocrite. Ugh. <laughs> you had a problem? No, not at all. You pretend to be so high and mighty, but I know you're not, and I know you like games. Look at that silly little bone area you always type. Always there. Never forget. Why would you do that if it wasn't a playful, fun thing? I am so onto you. My bow and arrow are
0: highly dignified symbols. Hello, BS. Archery is among the highest and most exceptional crafts, held in tremendous regard by the most aloof classes for centuries. You suck at archery. No. Yes. No. Yes. No, I don't.
1: Yes, 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 yes. yes. Have
0: you ever even successfully fired an arrow? Like, actually got one to leave the bow? I think we need to stop talking about archery. Nuh-uh. Yes. No. We will stop talking about archery. This topic is making me... sweat. You... you're so gross. No, you're the one who exercises distasteful practices.
1: No, that's you. Everyone knows you're a weirdo and a creep. That's why you're lucky to have me to keep an eye on you,
0: because no one else can stand you. You exterminate beautiful, innocent creatures by the hundreds. I can't condone such wretched behavior. Beasts are meant to be looked upon with adoration. But I eat them. I don't kill really anything I don't eat. That would be mean. I guess that's basically acceptable in principle. But I still find it a bit unsavory. Well, I think your habits are unsavory. No, they're not. Yeah. You're wrong about me, Nepeta. I do like to play games, but they must be extremely important games with very high stakes. Not the kind played by translucent green wrigglers who let loose an excremental surge of surge hard in their wiggler-bottom diaper stubs. As it happens, I have arranged to play just such a game tonight. Aradia and I have a private engagement to be co-leaders of the blue team. Oh yeah?
1: Well, just by per chance it happens... The AC has a private and sneaking game to play this game as well. And by a per snickety twist of fate, she will be on the red team with her other great friends who like to play
0: their childish type of pooper games. Mm. Absolutely not. Absolutely. Mm. I forbid this. You will take your position on the
1: blue team with me. Yeah, right. I will take my per into
0: this funny little pounce ball and tackle you. That's nonsense. You're nowhere even remotely within my proximity that would be necessary to execute such a maneuver. AC
1: rolls her eyes almost as hard as she is rolling around in this really interesting smell.
0: The thought of you fraternizing with and abetting those stink-blooded hooligans strikes me as scandal beyond measure. I'm afraid you're too delicate to withstand that sort of corruption. It's forbidden.
2: Uh-uh.
0: Yes, you won't. No? I will. You won't. You can't stop me. I am telling you not to, and you will be on my team that's final.
2: <sighs>
0: Quiet.
1: Why do you do this? Why you're so confused about the stupid commands. Don't you know you can't actually tell me what to do? It's not like you even have any special mind powers or
0: telepathy <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Telepathy or anything. No, I do not. And yet you will do as I say. Yes, we will. Just see about that. Yes, we will. You will join me on my team shortly. Stand by for further instruction. <sighs> You're angry, and I appreciate that, but it doesn't matter. Discussion over.
1: Mm. Seems to be a, there seems to be some racism.
0: Yeah, definitely some serious racism. Yeah. Uh CT
1: Seems to be... He is blue blood, it seems.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, his quirk is one of the more reaching ones, because he's Sagittarius, which is all, like, centaur archers. So he does a little, like, Oski arrow shooting out of a bow at the start of his things, and he likes to work 100% into what he says, because centaur, percent. It's... It's a stretch.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they can't all be winners, I like that Nepta sees it as a stretch too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like it seems like Nepta is friends with him.
0: Yeah, uh, and he kind of bosses her around. In a, you know what? You know. Yeah, know. Yeah. And maybe not the best way. Maybe not the best way. Unless I don't know. I I don't know about their relationship. Maybe she's you know consenting to this. Yeah.
1: Uh, let's let's go next. I don't want to think about that anymore.
0: All right. <laughs> She's just like. chews on her hat and then just kind of frowns. Oh, She's mad, but she's gonna do what her. Mm, she's gonna do what her friend tells her to. I'm not gonna say anything else. These are children. Yeah, these are children. <laughs> They're only six. Yeah. Let, let's give Tavros the bad news. Arsenic Catnip began trolling Adios Toreador.
1: AC curls up in Tavros' lap.
0: Okay. I. For the time being, and for the sake of this fantasy scenario, I pretend that my cat allergies aren't that bad. Well, <laughs> 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 oh, Tavros! Aww.
1: Little brother.
2: Hey,
0: hey he Ashley. Takes, yeah. Uh, before we continue, take a look at Tavros' screen here.
1: Yeah. It looks like the bullfly. He, he backed up over it.
0: Yeah, I don't think he noticed.
1: Yeah, I was gonna mention that.
0: Yeah, Horseroni's checking on it. Yeah. Damn girls. Yeah, he tries his best, but his best isn't very good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) AC takes a long nap and then wakes up and frowns because she has bad
0: news. Oh no! Is what I say. About the bad news, not the nap. Tabros, I'm sorry, I can't be in your team. I'm not allowed. Oh, that's okay. Then I guess he said no then.
1: Sorry, I'm still thinking about Tabros.
0: <laughs> yes, unfortunately. I'm so mad. It's probably for the best that you listen to him. I don't know. You think so? Well, if you didn't listen to him before, you might have played games with us before, and something bad might have happened to you. Hmm, perhaps. But I still feel bad. I'll find another player. It's not a big deal. Good luck being on the blue team. Okay, thanks.
1: Mm. Aww. yeah, so I, I don't think I expected to like Tavros this much. No?
0: <laughs> uh, next. He's like a three-legged puppy. Just anything he does is just sad and cute at the same time. Yeah. You fondly recall your days of far more intensive role-playing. It seems like so long ago now. Aside from a few unfortunate moments, it was a lot of fun. If you had to do it all over again, you'd suppose you'd select better company. Maybe this game you're playing tonight will rekindle some of that excitement. Maybe. Uh, next... Tinkerbowl?
2: Oh!
1: <laughs> I'm gonna pull one out.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Tavros. <laughs> Poor Tavros. Like,
1: everyone else, like, even, you know, Terezi, she got pretty disappointed. Yeah. But... You know that was, you know that was meant to have. You know, obviously, the, the, the that was something outside of her control,
0: right?